Yeah, I'm in the moment producing. You got nice eyes, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of podcast huh? producing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I'm come come with a question, man. Come with a question. All right, cool. Um I've got one for you actually. What does like what how do you what kind of value do you put on money? Mm, that's an interesting one. I think my, my I think my value of money has changed during the course of my life. Mm. Like I think at the beginning, well not beginning, like because that sounds like when I'm like one or two years old. But like at a point in my life, I saw money as being the thing that would change my happiness mm. or change yeah how I saw myself. Mm, that's interesting. Um, and I think as I've got older and more content with myself or more happy with who I am and what I can give to the world, mm. there's the my. Yeah, the value of money is just for me. It's just a tool now. Like it's a tool to be able to achieve certain things or do certain things or yeah, um, along those lines. But now, when I was younger, it was much more insignificant for me. Mm. What about so, you? So do you think? Um, well, for me, I think do you know what. So I'm I'm kind of in a place of I've not really like valued money as much. Like I valued like learning and experience and other things much more, like much higher in the past. Mm. And I think I think most importantly, I wanted to work out a thing of like me being content in life. I wanted to be content and kind of like find that peace and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I see a lot of people who's got money look for that. So I've 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 managed to work that out. So I've got to that space now, and now I'm getting to the point where like actually, you know what? Since I've got to that place now, I want like I kind of want money now, mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I want money to enhance my life experiences, just to create some sort some kind of comfort, to be able to do more things for other people with that money as well. Mm-hmm. So now I've, I've kind of like reverted all the way. So started in the beginning, I thought money's the whole, the, you know. Like, the whole shebang, innit? Yeah, the whole shebang, the, you know, the whole, like everyone's chasing money and stuff. And obviously, and I think that comes from society, you know, like when, when I was young and, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was I kind of like, I, that was installed in me to believe that. <clears throat> and obviously as time went on, I worked on myself, I got, you know, I started valuing that a bit more. And now that I've kind of feel like I've reached not, I wouldn't say I reached the peak because, you know, you can always learn a bit more, but I've, I feel like I'm content with who I am as a person and, you know, I'm developing that. So now I'm like, now I'm like I want I want to get some money. I think so. what was interesting for me is when I was younger, I think if I'd actually, I think I, I managed to make some money, but I think if I'd end up making loads of money, like the money I had, I didn't value. It's weird. I wanted it, but I didn't value it in terms mm. of, it didn't feel like it was something that was really achieving what I wanted it to achieve with it. And I think what's interesting is if you're not in the right place to be able to um, kind of use money in the right way, it can be something that kind of is a real, can be a downfall for you almost. Like it yeah. can be, you're, you're continuously trying to get it and it can take you to a place you don't want to go with it. Yeah. Um, and, and and that kind of leads to the journey of like, if people that chase money, and it, it kind of comes back to, you know, what, what are we focusing on? And people that chase money, they end up focusing on money their whole life and just like they forget all these other important things. Just what about connections that you can build with people? You know, what about all these different experiences that you can, can, you can have? But the only thing I'd say, I think with money, is like it can actually... Provide different opportunities for other experiences and stuff. Hundred percent. That's someone yeah, I have 100%. access to. And I think that's something that is. I, I think if you first of all, I think the most important thing is to find things that you love, and mm-hmm. you'll. I think if you pursue that, the world we live in, you'll find a way to be able to monetize it, or your, your money will come to you from that. Yeah. Um, because people will be able to see your passion, be able to see you that you're committed to something. But I think if, I think for, I think if you then 
I think if you're chasing just the money itself, that's mm. an issue. But mm. then in terms of once you're able to make money, then it's, it's an opportunity. It, it creates opportunities for you to be able to kind of explore, to be able to grow more. Mm. Like everything nowadays, you have to pay for everything. So you have to have money yeah. to be able to achieve or to be able to, to do certain things. So Yeah, I, f- I feel like there's two ways of making money. There's one which is like, um, like uh, you know what? Like Curtis kind of reminds me of that, yeah? Like it's kind of like just, just, you know, buying stuff, selling stuff, and it's just that sort of thing. Just always just like flipping the next thing or, you know, that sort of thing. And that's like kind of like it's more... I feel like that's more physical. Mm-hmm. And the other way of just like kind of, it's just about becoming an asset, someone that adds value to something mm. and then people needing that. Well, I think that's the interesting yeah. thing is because I think for me, money in itself is money. Like when you said what, like, what value do you put on it? I mean, I put the value of money on it, right? Mm. There's no, there, there is only that value of it. Mm. But then for me, there's other things that you can, as I, as I grow and I understand more about different things, I, me i'd rather have assets than money if that makes mm. sense i'd rather if i get money i'd rather invest it in something that i think is going to grow for myself turn the money into assets Turn the money into assets and things that with them is investment right like because if you we have a limit amount we're going to make a limited amount of money in our lives whatever it is it's mm. going to be x number for you it's going to be x number for me mm. the same way that our our time is is different the amount of time we, the time we spend is different how we spend it on things is different mm. and we're going to grow depending on that so i think depending on what you spend your money on will depend on how how much money you, how much more money you can make in your life and this is the interesting but can everyone have assets that's the thing if everyone, if everyone's got assets or like everyone's got businesses and stuff then who's gonna work for who and that's that's the interesting th- question yeah and it's like it's almost like it, there's there's some sort of system that's kind of set up at the moment it's not maybe set up it's, it's maybe naturally happened or maybe it's set up i don't know i can't really say but there's some sort of system currently that's kind of like it's almost like everyone's needed to like perform a certain thing for certain things to work in a, in, in a way I think is it, I think the I think everyone to answer your question I think everyone can have assets because whatever it is I mean you can buy you could buy a small piece of gold that's an asset because potentially it will increase over time or whatever mm. else so um, and nowadays with like cryptocurrencies and NFTs and all that sort of stuff people can buy things that potentially will grow over time yeah um, but the question around business if everybody wants to be a boss or be an entrepreneur mm. who's going to work for who who's going to actually going to be able to that's the interesting yeah. question for me but I think also there's naturally something where not everybody will achieve it. So then you have, to, I think there's people who have, I think an interesting thing is when it comes to it is fear, right? Mm. Like everyone may have the desire to be an entrepreneur, but the thing that inhibits you is the fear of failing. So therefore mm. you're more likely to work for somebody else because you don't want to go and do that yourself. Mm. Yeah, I think I think there's, there's a lot more reasons than why people don't do certain things anyways. Obviously it's the whole thing of fear as well, but then, there might be like maybe sometimes like lack of I remember I used to have like lack of belief before I even started working. I was just like, Can I really do this? And and until I I done certain things and I was like, you know what, actually I'm I'm capable and then mm. the more I started doing other things, I was just like, actually I can I can do certain things and stuff. But maybe that mm. comes from fair. I was you know, gonna say that's yeah. kinda linked for me it's kinda linked in terms yeah. of if you don't believe in yourself, the fear is you'll fail. Yeah. But then speaking of assets, yeah, it's like if if everyone's got gold, okay. If every single person's got does it does it is it really an asset, you know, like if, if everyone's got something does that re- is that really an asset? But it's an asset if people want it. Mm, and this 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 is this is the point I'm kind of getting to. Like a lot of the assets that exist in the world at the moment, some of them should even be assets in first place, anyways. And I think that's what you'll yeah. see. I think you'll see that something. So gold has a, gold is valuable because for different reasons. But gold mm. has been given a, an intrinsic value by humanity. We we see it as valuable. It is used in some things. It's used in your phones and computers and various other things. So. Therefore, there's, and there's a limited amount of it, so therefore it's an asset. Yeah. But if all of a sudden everyone turned around and said, we don't need gold anymore, it's, it's no longer a, 
that's the thing. So people's desires kind of like make certain things more valuable than they should be in the first place anyways. Mm. Diamonds. Yeah. What's the value? Like diamonds, there is, they don't do anything at all. Mm. Like not that I'm aware of. Mm. So, but they're just pretty. Yeah. So therefore they are worth money because yeah. people want them on their rings, on wherever else. And it adds no value whatsoever. Apart no. from, and that's the thing, the only value something holds is like it's in the eyes of the of the person that perceives what value it has anyways in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Would you would you want to like own something with diamonds on it? I've never no, I've never had a desire to. Yeah. Um Yeah, I've never had a desire to. I'm not I don't think I'm I wouldn't class myself as somebody who is flashy like that, but yeah. That's my own perception of what that is. Yeah. I still reading a lot by the way. Not as much as I would like to be, but I'm yeah, I'm reading. Yeah. What's the reading? what's like the last most interesting thing you've learned? The last most interesting thing are oh, um I'm doing. I'm reading a lot of stuff around properties. So there's. I don't know if that's something that is like that's interesting to me. Mm. Um, I think one of the things I was actually listening to a podcast on the way over here, um, and they were talking about the. They were talking about kind of cause and effect, mm. and it's not really particularly interesting. But it made me think about like even when people talk about karma, mm. they they were talking about the fact that it comes from a comes from Buddhism so therefore people don't always buy into karma because they think it's related to a religion but cause and effect everyone understands mm. and just, just different different way of like different way of wording something, something yeah. is exactly the same thing but we just the way we word stuff makes us attribute it to something mm. or have an opinion of it based on that so cause and effect so what does that mean like so it's like if you if you cause something there's, there's going to be an effect everything is like I don't know to me everything is cause and effect like if we're having this conversation now it will have an effect Mm. Um, if if we depending on where what depending on the root of the conversation we have mm. right now has an effect on where we go with it. Yeah, and do do you believe in that law of attraction? Do you think that that's, I do believe in that? Yeah, because I, I feel like that's related as well, right? It's like it's like law of attraction. It's like how you be so how how I behave and what I do, sort of thing, and that's the kind of things I'm going to attract. It's similar to karma, mm -hmm. similar to cause and effect. So it, it's almost like there's. It's, this thing is like universal But it's just like There's loads of different ways Of explaining it I think the one, the one thing That kind of ties into all of it Is energy for me mm. So the energy you give off Is the kind of energy You will probably get, Kind of get back If that makes sense mm. And the same way With cause and effect the, th the thing you do Has an effect That you kind of get back And I think I think energy is not really I think energy is really Under explained Because like it's not It's something I guess maybe something new in, in, in a weird way Obviously something that's been around For for you know For centuries For years mm. But it's something new that people are kind of starting to notice. Like people go, "No, I don't like this energy," or "I don't yeah, like that energy." Yeah, but yeah. it's like it's it's you know, it's, there's an element of like intuition. There's an element of like I kind of feel like that's a bit you know a certain type of way, mm -hmm. and that's really interesting because sometimes I ask myself this question of, "Is it is it am I just like interpreting something in a certain type of way, or is mm -hmm. there really some kind of energy that's?" And sometimes I double check with people. I go like, "Are you feeling kind of similar to that as well?" And yeah, when you yeah. go like, "Yeah," then I'm like, "Yeah, there's 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 some sort of energy." Yeah, I, I definitely. And yeah. I think I think it's an interesting one because I don't know. Like, there's, there's that. So there's that whole thing around people having bad energy, mm. but that's your interpretation. Unless you know for sure that's somebody's energy. Like I can say, I feel like you've got bad energy, but that's just my perception of your energy. It doesn't necessarily mean you have that. But mm. it's. And I think it's kind of it got to a stage where where it's been. Energy is something that's become quite popularized, and people talk about energy and whatever. But I think you're right. Even I don't have complete understandings of it. But just I think it's it's also about how we interpret people's behaviors mm. and actions and stuff. So. Mm. Yeah. Do you have any questions for me? Mm. 
I should have thought of one, right? <laughs> you could have. <laughs> I should have. You could have. Um, what inspired you to do the podcast? Oh, wow. You know, that's that's probably like, Aladdin, where's that the third time I got this question? Not. Okay, I'm letting yeah, so, 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 answer so, that so, one. So, I'll think about another one. Yeah, it's about the third time. Okay. Okay, um, I'll just go back to the same point. I think, um, yeah, I think number one, I wanted to add some type of value. So I just wanted to have like, some really like interesting, powerful conversations that can create content for other people mm. that can listen to it and then just kind of like relate to certain things or take certain things away from it. So I wanted to add value for people and I wanted to make something that's timeless as well. Mm. Where like, you know, like I don't want this to be like we talk about what's current at the moment, like, you know, what team won the football league or whatever. I wanted to talk about certain things where people can actually listen to in a year's time and they just go you know what this is still super valuable for me and i can apply this to my life because even if you look at certain books yeah they've been written years ago but they're still applicable to this day mm -hmm. so some of those books are timeless so certain knowledge is timeless um so i guess the second thing is about also like kind of providing a platform obviously it's early stages at the moment providing a platform for other people to put the knowledge out you know put their outlooks put their perspective out in life as well and I think the third thing is about, I want to like sort of become master of conversation. So this is one of the processes I'm going through. Because um, I have I have lit conversations, like we always have lit conversations off the camera and stuff anyways, and off the podcast kind of saying, so. I've got a follow-up question. Yeah. So in terms of when you pass away, how do you want to be remembered? How do you want to be remembered when I pass away? Okay, you know what? You're not allowed to ask questions. No, no, I've got more no, questions. No, 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 that's, no, that's a good question. How do I want to be remembered? Um, I guess I kind of want to be remembered as someone who's like, who's just kind of like enjoyed life and just didn't take anything too seriously and, and just, yeah, just just someone that's added value for other people or like helped people or supported people mm. where needed. And I guess that kind of comes back to, the reason I'm answering it that way because that's what I kind of want to do. So, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, mm. it's a good question though. Yeah, how do you want to be remembered when you when you pass away? Um, I think for me, it's just about having. I want to be able to impact on people in a positive way. Mm. Like I don't know, I don't want to preempt what that is for people mm. because it's different for everybody. Mm. But I want to be able. I want people to be able to say that I did something positive for different people. Um, yeah. And left, yeah, left just, I believe that we all have an opportunity to kind of leave different blueprints on the world. Mm. And I think, yeah, that's just something that I've, I'm conscious of in terms of the way I act to people, the way I try and what I do with myself, what I do with my time. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know what, I think it's like a battle, basically. So like, I think like some people will pass away and they'll leave something negative behind. Some people leave some, some, some people will leave mixtures of things, right? Mm. And it's almost like a battle. It's like we, we battle in this thing of, we trying to like mend the world to be a better place for everyone else. Mm. While there's certain people who are making a workspace for other people. So it's just like, it's, it's this constant, like it's that concept of like yin and yang. And that almost like exists with everything. It's like whenever there's something good or something bad coming out of it and vice versa. And I think the bit you said, I think it's, I think there's always going to be a mixture with every, so mm. as much as you could find somebody who's murdered somebody and they, a lot of people may remember them for that, mm. but that's not completely who they are. Mm. So their family may remember them completely differently. Mm. So, but for me, it's not about. For me, it's just about an overall kind of impact, if that makes sense. Rather yeah. than, I know there will always be people who will love me and care about me and feel like I've done something positive with them. But I want it to be a majority rather than mm. minority. So you know what? I'm gonna go back to that question, and I've kind of just changed my mind. Okay. 
So when I pass away, the way I want people to remember me is that I'm someone who's brought them the opportunity to look at things from a perspective that's going to create value for them mm-hmm. or add something to their life. So what I mean by that is that, so I was just thinking that literally every single person will have a different version of me or like yeah. a version of you of every single other person. So how can we look at certain things from a point of view where we can create a better version of something mm-hmm. that will be much more beneficial for us rather than, you know, just just it being what it is and just looking at certain things as certain kind of like point point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what else as well? And I want to ask you this, yeah. Like, how do you think, like, what do you think is the best way, yeah? And you might even know this at the moment, but I'm just asking you, what's the best way of like shifting a perspective? Or just like, because I'm just thinking like sometimes like, you know, we, we can talk about like we should always change the point of view and stuff like that. But then it's sometimes it's a bit harder to do than than it is. Well, I think one of the things is you went back to you went and changed your answer right there. So you you shifted your perspective just in that conversation. Mm. Um, I've coming from a coaching perspective, I feel like sometimes the best way is just to ask the questions, mm. and people will articulate things that are in their mind and then have that conversation mm-hmm. like this is why I feel like podcasts and conversations like this can be really important because it's just like I, I think being able to change your perspective on things is essential and mm-hmm. having conversations understanding that I have my map of the world from what I've learned in life but that's just my mm-hmm. lin- kind of limited view of the world but like having conversations with different people um, different backgrounds different experiences all those kind of things will allow me to see things completely differently mm-hmm. And it also allows you to kind of, as much as you may, like, for example, the people you might demonize based on one belief they have, you see the humanity behind them or, or who they are and actually mm. allow you to kind of uh, yeah, build a different perspective of somebody else and what they've gone through. But that's a choice though, right? Like you're choosing to do that. Because me and Aaron were just having a conversation about it just, just before you came in. And we're just saying that, um, like, there's something about like being open-minded and being closed-minded like so so in a person so i was like closed-minded like if someone says something and they go like this is wrong or like there's nothing's like truly like really and truly there's nothing wrong or right yeah so but for people that close-minded they're more likely to say this is wrong because they're already not open to an idea of something else being something else in first place anyways this is something that i think is so uh, the only way i have to describe i think i've spoken to you about this before is this idea that when when you have an idea of the world and you understand the world from one perspective when somebody comes in and tries to give you a different perspective, mm. sometimes if your belief is so strong about something, them giving you that different perspective can be an idea that the way you've lived your life up until this point might have been wrong. Or mm. not wrong, but just might have been not the most helpful way to live your life. So it kind of shatters your reality of the of the world up until that point. Mm. And I think sometimes it can be it can be incredibly difficult to actually admit that that might be like however many years, like for me, yeah. thirty-five years, I may have lived in a in a way which wasn't helpful to me, or there might have been a better way to live. So therefore, that is incredibly challenging, right? You have to be and to be open to yeah. do that um, is very very difficult. There have been points in my life where I haven't been open to doing that, yeah. and it's taken me time to get to that place. And so some people, some people admit in silence, so they might not say at that point that that's they realize that, but they might just silently just because they don't want to like go like oh my god actually this person just mm-hmm. for some people it's a competition right, so they might just go away and just be like you know what actually like that was a really like I, I kind of see things differently now mm-hmm. and 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 they just do it in silence. You know? I don't. I don't mind how you do it. Mm. Like you, if if you if you as long as you change for the better in your life, then it doesn't matter whether you admit it or not. Mm. 
Like as long as you've made better changes for yourself, then I think the worst one is if you you're just not open to any other perspective, and it's just that's what you need to do. Mm. And yeah, but if it works for you, it works for you. Yeah, I got you on that. So I was thinking about something. Um, it's really interesting. So I was thinking about bravery, just being brave and discovery. Like mm. if you actually start thinking about like a lot of like things that's like within whether it's food or something else that how people were so brave to discover certain things. I like thought, for, for instance, yeah, like goat's milk. Like someone was, <laughs> yeah. like someone woke up in the morning and they said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna milk, milk a goat. goat. And I'm going to try like the milk, you know, it's just, it's, it's actually crazy. Like for instance, like when people were like discovering which mushrooms were like safe to eat, mm-hmm. like some people died in the process. It's like, yeah. you have to be so brave to discover some of these things. And some of these things are crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, um, what's that? Like someone, someone was doing like taking out snakes, venom and just like those kind of like, there's some insane things. Like what's your, like what's your take on like, being brave and, and, and discovering sort of like new things in life? Because I feel like now we kind of play it safe a little bit I think, at this point. I think now we live in a world where we kind of like, we, we live in the city. Mm. So there's a limit, there's limited number of goats to go and milk out there. There's like, it's, it's, there's not, I'm vegan, so I don't milk goats anyway, but there's, there's like a, I think there's, I think we live in a world where a lot of things have already been discovered. I think if you went back like a few hundred years, mm it would be a different experience because there's ho- so much of the world that hasn't been, or you you don't know about, if that makes sense. I don't yeah. want to say discover because there's people living everywhere and all sorts of other stuff, but like also the sharing of information now. So we live in a world where you can go online and you can find almost anything. Mm. Like I'm amazed sometimes that there's questions I have for Google when it comes back with answers. Yeah. Um. So I think there's, it's not playing it safe. It's just that a lot of things have already been discovered in relation to, like food, for example. Everything's already done kind of thing. Yeah, things are done, but then there's, there's always going to be way, things to discover, but it's just more, I think we're living in a world where it's more about, um, there's more discoveries around technology and stuff. But I think there's even in terms of the human body, the mind, the stuff mm. like there's, even in terms of the way we actually, some of the way we've thought about stuff up until now, mm. um, it's, it, we're evolving and actually understanding that's not the right way to do things and there's new, there's better ways of doing it. Yeah. But, yeah. A lot, a lot of it is about creativity as well. Mm-hmm. Like at yeah. the moment, like because obviously, like everything's just so rapid now. The information's there, everything else is there. So it's like it's, it's almost like creativity has become much more essential than it used to be. Because before it was like, I guess yeah, like I guess that's the point. I guess before discovery was more important than creativity, mm-hmm. because people were discovering new things, and then the more things got discovered, the creativity became much more relevant. Because now we've got so much different stuff to play with, and you know, like whether it's information or things to create and and so on. So creativity has become much more. I think going back to your point about the kind of being open-minded, I think this is one of the things I've, I think about the younger generations that exist now. Like, mm. like I'm kind of of that generation where I didn't grow up with the internet being there all the time. I remember like we had to go to, we would go to school and log on to the computers at mm. school and that's where, we, that's where we accessed internet. Whereas now like young people have internet on their phones from when they first get a phone at like 12 or 13 years old. Mm. Um, and I think young people as a result are much more, open to their perspective of the world changing and shifting yeah. and as a result they be- they're becoming they're finding more ways to be creative in the, in using technology mm. and using the internet and using stuff like that whereas there's generations before me that just are so set in a way of this is how they operate yeah um, but do you also think that i think and, and i know you're gonna agree, agree with this anyways but i, do I, know. I, I just i just know yeah. in it because it's just like it's, it's a it's a big statement because i think age plays a big part as well 
I think age is always part of the journey as well um, in terms of like where people are at, like what's cool at that time for certain age group and stuff. And I feel like school is like a really like important time for young people in general anyways. And, and during during that time is just like, depending on what age they're in and so on, that will just have a big effect on us. Because they're, they're kind of learning how to be social, right? They're experimenting with being social with other people and they're developing those social skills. I think we had a conversation about that before. Yeah, definitely. I think there's, yeah. I think it's that point when like young people were like, they're at a stage where they're just used to learning. Mm. Like, and I think as you get older, some people think they've kind of learned everything there is to know. Mm. And that's one of the reasons why maybe you could be closed-minded. I think mm. life is a continuous, for me, is a continuous thing about learning. But It's, it's just continuous. Just continuous. Learn, yeah. It's like continuous experience. Like it's in, it never stops, basically. Yeah. Well, it will stop and eventually. It will stop <laughs> It will stop eventually. Yeah. So what about, um, like, the way the world is structured in the moment? What's your, what's your views on that? That's a massive question. <laughs> like, what, the whole world? I don't know. It's just the way it's structured. Like, how do you feel about the world? Like, um, I kind of I kind of wanted to know that before anyways. Like, I think... I think that's the interesting yeah. one. I don't know. Like, I think there's there's things I'm optimistic about. There's things I'm more pessimistic about. But I feel like, going back to that point about information sharing and stuff, I feel like we're at a space where we... C- maybe, we've, maybe there's too much information out mm. there for us to be able to comprehend. But I feel like we're at a space where we're learning and growing as, as, as humanity in a really, really far, rapid rate. And I think that's an opportunity for us to, mm. to kind of do something really positive as a species. Whereas I don't think, I think there's been points where we haven't fully understand sort of how our impact, can, what our impact is on the planet, on us as human beings, on mm. other people, that kind of stuff. So, Do you think, do you think we're going to go into space and establish another like human race somewhere else? I don't even know. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, I'd, do you think we should? I feel like unless we can look after this planet in a way where we can survive here, mm. what, what's changing us going? Like, we'll go somewhere else and do the same thing. Yeah. Because I think, you know why? I, I, like, I like having this conversation about the world because it's heading in an interesting place, right? Mm. And, like, I think some of my fears are, like, and it's not it's not really for my generation anyways because I'm not going to be here after that. But it's like, you know, the water's going to run out at some point, I think. You know, unless uh, I think we can drink seawater, right? We can filter it in a certain way. There's ways to filter it, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So we're not, we, we might not be running out of that anytime soon. Yeah. But, um, but you know, like eventually, like for example, the world's population is like if people are having like loads of kids and stuff, and I'm not, I'm not sitting here, I'm not going to say like we should stop having kids and stuff, but you know, if, if there's a family that's got like eight kids, nine kids, ten kids, and another family, it's just like things are kind of expanding super rapidly. It's like, if you look at the graph of the world's population, it's just like the more, it's almost like that thing of like, the more you're going to, the more people you're going to have, the faster it's going to kind of like increase. But then I also you saw know? something the other day saying that, um, this, was, this was about America, but um, they were saying peop, young people in the US are actually having less kids. So, mm. and because they're more scared of what that means in terms of financially, in terms of, the the impact on the planet on being able to sustain not multiple kids. So yeah, it went yeah. from being um, that people were having over just over two kids in, mm. in their lifetimes, where to being like the average is now one point seven or something like that. Mm. And they were saying if it continues along that rate, the actual problem is a financial one in terms of um, the way that the system works of um, people getting. Uh, support when they're retired mm. um, I think what they're actually it's not called um, a pension over there it's called something else but like the way that that would run it wouldn't work because there's not enough younger people working to pay for yeah. that 
That's that's interesting. And in China as well, they, you can only have like one kid as well for family. I right? think they've changed that they now. Changed that? Yeah, they changed that now. But they they've got yeah. like they've got a, they've got a good billion over there, so they're doing all right. But that that was, that was crazy because like they would yeah they they like certain families if they had a kid they would actually throw the kid in the street because. They yeah, and there was the a whole thing around if they wanted. There was a there was that whole kind of gender bias around wanting to have a male kid. So there was like more girls would be in, um, mm. kind of given up in the hope they would have another kid that was a male. It's insane, man. And but also like I'm just thinking like, do we need to have kids anyways? Like, is that because obviously I think I think like obviously like we have the animal instinct to like reproduce and all of that stuff. That's yeah. natural, right? But do we need to have kids? Like, is that because everyone believes this thing of like we need to have kids? I must have kids and. I think it's I'm, I'm not, obviously I'm not saying I'm against it before people take out the context, but like, <laughs> do we need to have kids? Like, do we actually have to do that? For, uh, for the, I think it's it's almost that um, kind of animalistic, like it's it's instincts, right? Mm. It's like to reproduce. Like if if you look at any animal that or any species, they try and reproduce. Mm. Um, I think from my perspective, I want to be able to. Imp- I want to be able to have like I work with young people, so. I have an impact on young people on a day-to-day mm. basis, but they're not my young people. They're not my child. And even my child is not my, like, I don't own them, but they're mm. like, I want to be able to have that um, that impact on somebody through their life and see how they turn out. Mm. See how they, see what like I've, what they can do with the world, what they can do with their life. Yeah, and I see a lot of people change like after they have kids, like, you know, mm. regardless of if it's, a, if it's a woman or a man. They, how do you they, think you would change? I don't know, man. I think, do you know what? Yeah, I think I'm already kind of like, I've been selfless for quite a while. Um, so I think once I have kids, I'm going to be like super, like you're probably even more selfless. Um, I'm guessing anyways, but I, I don't know until until I have them. I don't know. Because I see like, th- there's this thing of like, loads of people that like, plan to have kids or, and they think about kids and stuff. But once they have them, like a day, comp- have you not like, obviously you've got friends that completely changed after having yeah, yeah. kids and then it's just like, you just go, whoa, there's, there's something it's almost like there's something in the brain that clicks and gives people like a whole different view. I think it depends a little bit. So me and Ebs had this conversation um, and it depends a little bit on where you are at the time when you have the child, if that makes sense. Because mm. we were talking about it from a perspective of guys who were kind of on the roads and having that child was like, they just wanted to kind of give up that lifestyle yeah. because they have something that has taken their kind of they've given them like a completely different perspective on the world or mm. something else they now live for rather than just themselves um and i think but then at the same time if you if you get to a place where like talking to him he was like it didn't change him that much mm. because he's kind of just do he's doing his own thing he's got he's got things established he's so it depends a little bit on where you are what your mindset is those kind of things I think. but then it, it would act as like it would enhance yeah. Regardless if it's negative or positive, it would yeah, still yeah. enhance. Because like I've seen like people, like, they would have kids, and then you know if someone was on roads, like they had kids, whatever, then the person just on roads even more because they don't want to like look after the kid and and they're having certain issues with a baby mom and so on, so on. So it's almost like it, it would enhance like whatever the person is doing and but you know whatever road they choose, whether positive or negative, we went. I think having a kid will enhance that. Yeah, I guess so. structure in a way. Yeah, we. Stru- I think yeah. I th- it depends again it, like it depends completely on the individual i mean i think having a child and knowing that you have if you have a, if you're active in the child's life mm. knowing that 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 person is dependent on you um i think will be can, can only be life changing mm. yeah yeah i agree with that um yeah man 
if you was to give um if you was to give advice yeah <laughs> if you was to give advice to someone um who's trying to like let's say change their perspective in life what advice would you give them don't take advice of somebody <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with taking advice no i feel like uh, what advice would you give to yourself um like now right now yeah just do it just do it just do it whatever it is just do it because i feel like going back to that bit about fear i think there's definitely been points in my life where fear has affected what i've done Mm. um my decisions whether i like um there was a podcast i was listening to and there was a guy on it and he was talking about his his sister said that basically her idea of hell is the idea of being of passing away and then being shown all the things that you could have achieved if you had just done it wow. if you just committed to it and i know there's things in my life that if i if i'd just gone and done something then maybe it would have been maybe i would have been successful mm. in that and that would have been something that could have been amazing um, mm. I'm completely happy with where I am, but I also believe that, like, if I have opportunities now, I will just do it rather mm. than sitting there and wondering like whether I would fail or succeed in it or whatever else. And I also believe that success, one of the keys to success is one committing to something, and two, part of the commitment is just continuing with it. Yeah, consistency. Consistency. As long as you continue with it, um, it will be it will be successful. It may not be successful in the way that you wanted it to be successful. It may be successful beyond your imagination. Mm but it will be successful. But it kind of goes back to the whole thing of regret. It's like, if you don't do certain things, you might have regrets about certain things that you haven't done it and so on. And I think maybe if we, if I can manage my regrets better, like, you know, if I can not have regrets in certain areas, then I think it doesn't matter if I've done it or not. Because really and truly, there is no, I hear what you're saying, by the way, that you've got a point in terms of like just doing it. I think people should do more stuff and just experiment and just get experience and just do things anyways. But I think there's also something about just, you know, if if I if I don't, you know, if I do or don't do something, I don't know how it's gonna play out. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of, you know, I might I might do something, and it might even be worse. You know, I might just I might end up overworking and getting ill or something or whatever. But then so, what did you learn? Like by doing that, what did you learn? And that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm agreeing with with what you're saying. It's like I think it's all about the learning. It's mm-hmm. about the learning. But it's just, but in terms of like what it's gonna play out to, you know, if it's gonna be a good thing or a bad thing or what that's going to turn into like you know who knows like like you know some people overthink certain decisions they're trying to make you know yeah. they, they think should i go to uni should i not go to uni like you don't know what, how that's going to play out mm-hmm. you know it's just like just make a decision you know flip a coin i think gary v says it with his hands like flip a coin it's like if you can't make yeah. a decision just flip a coin yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm just from now on i'm just flipping coins man every day Every day, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even got a coin right now, but I was gonna say, you, like, you need yeah. to have one to be able to flip it. <laughs> I didn't even got a coin right now, but yeah, do you know what? Um, Let me ask you this: So, what, like, you mentioned regrets? Is there anything particularly that you regret? Is there anything I regret? Um, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I regret. I just, I just think, I, I think I turned my regrets into learning. So rather than so, so for instance, like I've, I've had things I regretted at that time. So if I go, you know, I regret something, I regret this or like spending a certain amount of time with a certain person mm. before, you know, the person might not be in my life no more, so on and so on. Mm. So I've, I've, I've rather than kind of like just going, I regret this for the rest of my life. I just go, you know what, let me take the learning for yeah. what I would have done differently and mm. just 
do that you know when i'm in a similar situation in the future or whatever just do that differently mm-hmm. you know so so i try to turn regrets into learning but this one there's this one question i ask myself all the time when i do things now like i just go to myself you know would i you know like would i regret this when i'm dying am i going to regret this or not mm. And if the if the answer is I'm not going to regret this, then I don't really care about it too much. Mm-hmm. If I go, I'm going to regret it, then I kind of do it. So going back to the thing of like you say, when you just do it. So that's how I do certain things. If if I'm you know if I'm going to do something, then I go. If I don't do this, am I going to regret it? If it's yes, then I'll end up doing it. Mm-hmm. That makes I, sense. Yeah, I think I think I think that's powerful. Um. What what should people know about you? Because we haven't done an introduction, by the way. <laughs> you went straight into so it. it's not it's not that we need to. Um, but how would you like? How would you describe yourself? And and what should people know about you? Um, one thing people should know about you. I'm gonna take a page out of your book and just describe myself as a human being. <laughs> um, yeah, of, of our book, not, our not book, my yeah, of our book. Yeah, yeah. Our, okay, our book. Um, in terms of what people should know about me. Um, Nothing. 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 Nothing to know. I love it. Yeah. That's powerful. And you know what else, yeah, since you said that, yeah, I realised that it does sometimes, it doesn't really matter what a person says, yeah, it's just about how we interpret things. It's almost like, let me put it this way, yeah. So you know how people go like, oh, that's a great question and stuff. So there are good questions, don't get me wrong. But there's also like, someone can ask the dumbest question ever, mm. but in eyes of someone that's like super philosophical or can reflect like quite deeply, mm. like they can turn anything into something kind of yeah. thing so it's about it's about kind of like the perspective well, and have a look at things to go to your point if we if we had done the introduction we could have done the whole introduction about and i could have given you a whole like recap of my life mm. and people watching this would have sat there and gone that's probably not for me because i don't want to know about this this and this mm. whereas we just had a conversation and people can judge based on that conversation yeah and then someone else could have been like yeah that's for me as well you they could have done yeah it could have to wait to the end to find out <laughs> it could have went both ways but yeah it's, it's that's really interesting man because you know what it is that I'm, I'm on this journey at the moment of trying to figure out what's the and i don't think i'll ever figure it out it's like what's the key to life like what's what's the actual like i'm just trying to work things out i don't think there is one know? i don't think yeah. there's, i think there's your key to life yeah so you'll you'll I think you'll work out what is important. Okay, so to you. that's that's what I'm trying to work out. What's the key to life for me? Okay. And and I'm kind of like so I'm getting to the point of like there's something about perspective. Mm-hmm. So there's something about how people look at things in terms of like and that also adds on to like understanding that people look at things differently. So it's okay. So it's not it doesn't matter too much, mm-hmm. you know? There's also something about we have this one experience that we're gonna kinda go through anyways. And then is that's gonna like kind of come to an end. There's something about people talk about legacy a lot, mm-hmm. but that, I'm not really applying that too much because I'm thinking that legacy is gonna disappear. And and oh. really and truly, whether the legacy is there or not, like some people might not even care about that legacy anyways. Mm-hmm. So is it is it, so the question is like is it is it actually important to build a legacy or not? Mm-hmm. Um, there's also something about connection, being connected to people, mm-hmm. and having authentic, genuine connections that you can. And we can just be yourself. You don't have to like force anything. Um, you enjoy spending and sharing space with like, other people and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's something about that. And yeah, and I'm kind of like on discovery of like what does what does love mean, sort of thing. But no, I'm not talking about romantic. I'm talking about love in general. Mm-hmm. Just like having love for things, having love for people, um, and how love can actually create two things. Which is one is just kind of like it can I I will create sort of like a negative. It can have a negative impact. 
like resentment or having hatred for something. Because obviously, you mean like if you're in a relationship type of love or no, it can it can be anything. It can be like a that's what I'm saying. It doesn't doesn't necessarily apply to romantic things. I'm just saying like it can also be like a friendship, right? Okay, All it's right, like yeah. you might love but someone. When I say a relation, okay, not in a relationship. Relationships, how they can yeah. yeah so like relationships, yeah. So you can you can you can have love for another person and then. And then, for instance, like if something goes like really wrong, because there's so much love, it might turn into like some kind of resentment or sort of thing, mm-hmm. or it can have like positive impact as well. You know, love can turn into like something, you know, something beautiful where like people are just like sharing different moments and experiences in life, and mm-hmm. and and not just love for like not just love for people as well. It's also like love for what we do, you know, love for the process. And I think like one that. of the things that's interesting that I'm trying to kind of apply more is so. I think there is only I don't I don't think you can put conditions on love. Mm. It's just something that, like I've thought about. I don't think you can put conditions on it. So therefore all love is unconditional. Yeah. But you can put conditions on the relationships you have with people. Mm. So if you're whatever the relationship is, a friend, you can you have unconditional love for them. You have uncondition you have unconditional love for anybody, a stranger, whoever. But if mm. they if they walk up to you and punch you in the face, you don't want to be friends with them no more. You don't yeah. want to have like so. There's, I think, it's trying to get to a place, but with the love, you should also still try and not re- react in a way where you end up like doing messed up things to them. If that makes sense. Mm. So that's something that I think I'm trying to apply to myself a little bit. Is trying to kind of it's difficult. I'm not, I'm not there yet, mm. but like being in a space where I can. So so I think so actually so I'm gonna put it in another way. I think I think love can create hurt. Like I think love can create like it can hurt someone, but. Not in, not in a way of like, how, how, what's the best way of explaining this? I think kind of like in a way of, like when someone, even even if you love someone unconditionally, someone, someone's actions might actually make you feel a type of way. Mm-hmm. But that's, but there may be that, maybe there is a condition then, because that means if the person does something, then that's affecting the relationship you have. With but that's a, is that a condition on the relationship or the love? Yeah. That's that's the that's the interesting thing, and 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 I guess that's kind of like what I'm kind of trying to understand at the moment. But I agree with you with the whole thing of like, like loving someone in condition. Sometimes you can love people from a distance as well. Yeah, hundred percent. I think I think that's definitely a powerful thing. Like you don't have to like, like I'm the type of person. Let's say for instance, and this is a lot of people see. For some people, it seems alien, right? Because and that's when I see that there's loads of people who's got like conditions attached. So like I would go like, you know what? If I I might not see you for three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I love you unconditionally, and we'll still be the same when I see you, and I mean it, right? Mm-hmm. And they go, you know what? But if you don't actually call me every month, that for me, that you know, that's how they measure their thing, mm-hmm. and that that means you don't actually like love me, kind of thing. Yeah. And my thing is like, like your thing's got a condition attached, mm-hmm. you know, like their thing's got a condition attached because they're saying if you don't call me every month, and that's how they're measuring love. So a yeah. lot of people. To be honest, majority of the people I speak to, I meet, they always have some sort of condition mm. attached it, to it. But that's to me that would indicate that it's I don't know. This is my my perception of it. But that's like that's not really love then because it's the love is I love you for who you are. And it doesn't matter whether mm. I speak to you. I may not speak to you for ten years, but like who you are as a person, unless you change dramatically. Like I still, even then, actually, I should still just love you for who you are. But like, there's a condition on the frequency in which I may talk to somebody based on the way they act. Mm. That makes sense. And I feel like it's also about having unconditional love for myself. So I don't want to put myself in a space where I'm having to invest time and energy and and just different things into somebody who may not be in the space where, 
like I'm having to constantly look after them or constantly do things for them mm. or it's not beneficial to me. So it's also mm. about like, okay, I can still love you, but I'm just not going to mm. have the relationship with you the way that you want one. So it's, there's something around, um, it's, and I guess maybe conditions, conditions and boundaries are kind of the same thing, right? In, in, in this instance. Yeah, maybe. I'm, and I'm having conditions one, yeah. or boundaries, that it's kind of, it's kind of similar, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's, I think, I think, I think you're right. I think it's about going like, this is what kind of works for me in terms of like having a relationship with someone. And, 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 and there's certain things like certain things are unwritten, right? Like people have unwritten conditions sometimes. Like you don't know what the other person's conditions but are. But this is the thing, that's an interesting yeah. point. Cause I think what's important is if you're having any kind of relationship with somebody is to, if you have conditions, you should let the other person know what the conditions are. Mm. Because otherwise, what's a condition for me not might, might not be a condition for you. Mm. And therefore you may do something that, oversteps one of my boundaries and therefore I feel like okay I can't be a friend to you anymore because you've done that but you may not understand what that is some things most of us would guess are probably implied like you don't want to be you don't want to lie to people or do things that are going to hurt somebody or whatever else but mm. at the same time I may not know what I'm doing to hurt you and you may not know what you're doing to hurt me mm. so I think it's important to kind of as much as possible specify what those are for you yeah that makes sense cool so we're coming, we're coming to an end. Uh, oh, already? After, yeah, the time time goes by quick here, hey, you know. Yeah. Um, is there any is there anything else you want to ask me before I ask you the last question before we sign up? Um, anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to add? Anything else you haven't said yet that you feel like people should hear? No, nah, man, I'll come back and do another one. Yeah, yeah. cool, we we'll do another one. Do you want to come back with Leafius? Yeah, man. Yeah. No, just, we, we need to get some drinks. That's <laughs> really chuff it up. <laughs> we need to have some drinks and just, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm down for that. Cool. Um, anything you want to promote, by the way? No. Yeah? No. I like, I like your, um, I like your... Yeah, I like it. I like it too, yeah. man. It's yeah. nice, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Our you know what our birthstone is? It's Sapphire. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You didn't know that? I didn't know that, no. So, so there's, there's birthstones, actually. So yeah, Sapphire yeah. is a birthstone still. Okay. September, yeah, yeah, Sapphire, man. September gang, come on, new information and that. Cool. Um, so the 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 question we like to ask every single person that comes on the show. So say for instance, you had a YouTube channel that the whole world was watching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if you could tell the whole world one thing, what would you tell them? Love people unconditionally. Mm. Love that. Cool, man. Thanks for coming. No problem, man. Anytime. Cheers.